Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Joe. 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a Monday. Uh, it's okay. Hey, we're going to make the most of our time together over this next hour, and then I am going to run out to Titanic Brewery. and my only night off that I think in like two weeks. So I'm going to go have some great stout beers at Titanic, watch some basketball on the TV, talk to whoever wants to talk to me, then probably eventually make it my way home and eat whatever's not expired in the refrigerator. Got some fresh stuff, though, on the way from the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to John Crotty about the big Heat game tonight. Heat looking to keep their winning ways going. I'll get to that in just a few. Greeny talking football with Tim Hasselback. It's always football season, even if they're not playing. Then Hawk and Crowder, it's not always Shamrock Shake season. And Hawk may never be Shamrock Shake season again for him. We'll hear from them. But right now, let's hear some headlines. The Heat got one of their biggest wins of the season Saturday when they defeated the Lakers 96-94. Tonight, Tyler Hero is questionable as Miami is in action against the Thunder at 9. Over the weekend, the Panthers fell 2-1 to to Detroit. They play tonight at 7 against Dallas right here on 560 The Joe. Doug Plagans will have the call beginning at 7 o'clock. The Canes baseball team took the final two out of three from Florida this weekend, giving them their first baseball series win in Gainesville in 14 years. Miami opens ACC play Friday against Virginia Tech. Inter-Miami has officially signed former Premier League defender Ryan Shawcross. Inter begin practice today. At the Australian Open, Novak Djokovic, he won on the men's side, while Naomi Osaka took the women's title. It is Osaka's fourth Grand Slam. The U.S. women's national team picked up another win 2-0 over Brazil this weekend at the She Believes Cup. Christian Press and Megan Rapino scored the squad's goals. Yep. The Pelicans overcame a 24-point deficit in the second half to defeat the Celtics 121-15 in overtime yesterday. Boston is now 15-15. And it's Monday, so you know you gotta do it. Get out some of that tension. Let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> An Ohio man has given up all beverages except beer, coffee, and water for Lent. Well, in my case, I guess I'll live Lent year-round. A South Korean sauna has apologized after its faulty two-way mirrors exposed naked customers. Whether I'm a customer or observer, I'm not mad. A Canadian man broke the world record when he opened 24 beer cans in one minute with his jaw. How does that go down? It's like, yo, dude, can you video me opening up beer cans with my mouth so I can submit it to Guinness and get a record? Okay. 
A woman recently quit her job, married a man she knew for three days, and moved to France to live in a van. Mmm, my hot mess of the day. It's always hot and fresh with the Joe Rose Show in the morning. Get your cup of Joe, Zach Krantz, and Zach Duarte, because Joe is somewhere in this world, not South Florida. Nonetheless, they're talking to Heat extraordinaire John Crotty. He played for the team. He announces the TV games. Well, what were they talking about? Are the Heat okay? Heroes' new role and Spoh's challenges. The Heat uh, in action tonight, by the way, against Oklahoma City. 9 p.m. tip-off, 8.30 starts Heat Live on Fox Sports Sun. We're going to talk to John Crotty, one of the voices on those Heat broadcasts you hear every single night alongside Eric Reed, Jason Jackson, Ruth, all the cast of characters. Uh, John, good morning. Big win Saturday night in L.A. and another big bam block. That's always nice to talk about, right? Zach and Zach, good to hear you guys this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Great win for the team. Uh, love the way they're uh, getting some momentum here on this on this trip. I mean, this is a long trip, and for them to be able to turn things around a bit, uh, that was that was a really nice win they had against the Lakers. Yeah, always good when you see the team play good on the road. Like you said, this road trip has been brutal uh, just to be on the trip. Not necessarily everything going on, but you want to win a couple of these exactly. games before you get back. Yeah, you know, I mean, these road trips are always brutal no matter what the season looks like. Uh, we've been talking about it uh, since the beginning of the show today, me and Zach, 13 and 17 on the season. Yet you look at the rest of the Eastern Conference, and yeah, they're not playing great. They've had players miss time. Jimmy Butler, Gorn's been out, Avery Bradley. Yet... They're 13 and 17 and only two and a half games out of the four spot. So we should probably stop with the uh, the alert button in the back and the, and the red flags being all over the place. We should just calm down a little bit. Well, look, it's it's been so strange just because of the amazing finish they had last year and how it really came together in such a wonderful way. I mean, to be the fifth seed and then run that right through the bubble into the into a final situation and. You know, uh, being a, two games away from, from a, another championship and having key players out in that series. So the continuity was a strength of Miami going into the season. But then when you start, you know, having injuries and, and safety protocol uh, issues and your key guys are out, it, it's just hard to, to, to really gauge and see where you're at and get momentum. And, you know, I thought what Coach Spo said during the course of the last few games, he said, finally, look, I feel like this is finally our the team that we, we anticipated, you know, having with everybody back and, and starting to get our legs under us a bit. It's crazy to say that this, you know, this deep into the season, 30 games in, but, but it's, it's, you know, it's real um, because of, of guys being in and out. This is a season where not only players are having to adjust, but so are guys like you, where the team is on a West Coast road trip where you would normally be with them, but you're not. Right. So your routine is thrown off a little bit, and like you know, talk about that real quick because I, I know we want to get into the basketball a little bit. But are you taking like pre like like game game day naps or like you're, you're staying awake till one in the morning now when you're not used to you're not used to that at all. You're you're traveling with the team, uh, and and you're doing the broadcast like when the team is there at seven o'clock, ten o'clock at night. So how's this transition been for you? Yeah, man, I'm like you guys now. I'm taking naps in the afternoon because you got to get up so early, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, with a with a West Coast swing, it's uh, you know it really is is challenging just because of the fact that the games uh, start you know real late. Uh, we are all you know we are here um, at home. Nobody's traveling. There's no broadcasters in the association that are traveling with their teams this season. Obviously, just trying to reduce the amount of people that are traveling that could potentially you know translate uh, COVID. 
So uh, it's been it's been really strange, Zach. I mean, we've you know when the team's at home, we we're, we're broadcasting from the arena. We're we're up away from our typical seats down low um, because we, the lower part of the arena is is in what's called a red zone. And if you're in the red zone, you have to get tested at least once or twice a day. So we're higher up in what's called the yellow zone, so we don't have to get tested every day. At least you can see the game when you're there live, and and there's the feel. Now with some, with some fans in the arena, but when the team's on the road, what's strange is we're literally broadcasting off um, a TV monitor that's smaller than your TV. So it's strange. Um, and we've been in Fort Lauderdale the last few games because there's something going on at the arena. So it's it's really different. You obviously have to alter the you know the game day uh, situation a bit because it's late. So yeah, I mean you know maybe a nap around five o'clock for thirty minutes just to try to stay a little bit fresh when the you know for a ten o'clock start where you're gonna finish around you know one one thirty in the morning and and then maybe have to drive home from Fort Lauderdale back to miami so it's it's tricky in in terms of uh you know the basketball on the court you know we were talking about tyler hero the the segment before what have what have you made of his season thus far yes he's averaging more points per game but he's taking more shots he's not shooting it as efficiently from the three point or the free throw line he's turning the ball over what do you make of this uh, of year number two of tyler hero thus far well i look i think you know i know you it sounds like you're you're looking at sort of a negative bent i don't see it that way um i think he's having to do a lot more than he typically would have to because of some of the guys that have been out, uh, particularly Jimmy Butler earlier on, who was out, and also Goran Dragic. Those guys, along with Bam, and then and Tyler are really the guys that you know. That's that. Those are your top four players, and those guys handle the basketball. They have to create not only for themselves; they have to create for others. So, if, you know, one or two of those guys are out. It puts a lot more pressure on the remaining guys to have to do that. And I think Tyler had to do a lot more than than people may realize this season. Um, he was able to be off the ball more often than not last season. Just be able to catch and, and look and think about shooting and scoring. He's had to be more of a facilitator this year. I think that's been a big change, but I've seen growth. I've seen development. I mean, his ability to finish at the rim this season has been outstanding. Uh, He did not, to me, have that ability last year. So he's going in traffic, great body control, soft release off the glass, and and converting shots that um, a year ago, to me, he would come in, his momentum would be carrying him too hard underneath the basket instead of exploding up to the like to the box to lay it in his momentum would be going so far forward it would go off the glass much harder he would miss and not capitalize on a lot of those shots he's doing so now and that makes him a better overall player so i i see development i wouldn't worry about the numbers as much that'll come and and remember he's being defended uh you know much he's absolutely being schemed against at times when he comes off the bench you know they're putting their better defenders on him so it's really hard in this league uh, when people can prepare um, against you and they and they and they start really you know recognizing your strengths. I guess since February started, something woke up in uh, Kendrick Nunn a little bit. He's getting about 34 minutes yeah. a game since the beginning of February. Outside of the game against the Clippers, where he only played about 21 minutes and struggled with six points, he's getting 17.7 a game. He's averaging 34 minutes a game, stepping up a little bit before the, the, the bubble and the COVID bubble, I guess you could say, where he was playing and starting a lot for this Miami Heat team. And it looks like he's getting back into that rhythm, which is a very good sign for the Heat team. I totally agree, and uh, I'm I'm really happy for him um, because I think you know the way things ended for him last season. I think we're we're really you know just we're challenging and and kind of felt like he got he was just a casualty of the whole bubble and COVID testing and, and situation. Um, 
you know, uh, that wouldn't have happened normally. And he just completely got out of rhythm and couldn't get back in. And, and then, you know, the rotation was kind of set and the team was winning. And so he's, he's, you know, mentally showed his strength, I think, and his resilience. And he's a guy to me that, you know, if, if you can give him minutes, the way he scores the basketball, he's so impactful and he's playing with great confidence. I mean, the game he had against the Lakers, obviously, they don't win without the game, you know, he had. I mean, five of six beyond the arc, um, you know, 10 of 14 overall in regards to his efficiency. And, you know, he's doing it a variety of ways, guys. I mean, catch and shoot threes, putting the ball down on the deck. He's got runners and floaters. He's finishing going to the basket. Um, he's been able to draw fouls. Uh, so, you know, I love his cutting, too. That's something that I think he's he's gotten better. I don't know if you noticed he had a couple great cuts coming from the weak side of the floor, uh, some backdoor cuts. He's becoming a harder player to guard. Now, John, in, in terms of the changes the NBA has made, we've obviously seen how they've conducted the schedule where sometimes you're in a city and you're playing a team, you know, two games in a row or back-to-backs. Is that something you think that, you know, once we get back to a normal life and, and, and COVID is not an issue anymore, is that something you think the NBA – applies moving forward yeah. just to sort of minimize travel a little bit? I think so, guys. I think it's. I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I really do. I mean, I heard the numbers as much as 30% that it reduces travel, which is huge. huge. Um, yeah. You know, just having been a player for 11 years, the, the, the wear and tear the, of just the, you know, the, the grind of the travel really, really wears you down and it catches up with you typically and in uh you know in a, in a traditional timing of the season i would say in late february march is where you really are like you're on the road and you're like you don't even know what city you're in you know it's just like a blur uh so to be able to, to i think to to play those games knock out a couple um in a row um make a lot of sense uh, I, I what i've enjoyed this year as an analyst watching the games is um being able to see the adjustments made from game one to game two so you know, if a team loses, what are they going to do? Uh, it's almost got that playoff vibe where the coaches will look at the film. They can they can get strategic and make adjustments. I love that part of the game. I think that's kind of cool. And then if a team, you know, really cracked you, you have a little bit of that re- revenge mindset too versus playing them again 60 days later and, you know, the game's so far back in the rearview mirror, you don't, you don't come out with the same edge you would if a team, you know, beat you uh, in the last game. So, I, I really like it. You brought up the coaching a little bit. I know that last season we were talking about the bubble and the way that team played and getting to the finals that we were like, wow, this is, could be Eric Spolster's best coaching he's had to do since he started as the head coach. I honestly think that this year it's been such a struggle because of guys hurt and COVID and this and putting yeah. lineups together. This could be at the end of the season. We might have to re uh, kind of, you know, take that that what we gave him last season and say this season this could be his hardest and greatest performance as a coach because of what he's had to go through this year just so far we're not even halfway there and he still had such just things he's had to deal with guys can play guys can't play guys are coming back he's not really ready yet this has been tough for Eric Spolster I'm assuming as well 16 different starting lineups at one (laughs) point it was the most in the entire association right so I think that goes right away to the lack of continuity, which was one of our strengths um, and being able to tap into, you know, some, some of these, uh, you know, some of the experience they had last year. And, you know, it, it's, it makes it really hard from a coaching perspective because you're, you're trying to just, you're trying to create momentum and, and, and get reps with guys on, on, on the same unit and he can't do it, you know? And I think that's uh you know, that's been the overall biggest challenge. I think there's so much off the court, too, guys, like because of COVID and the testing and, 
you know, everything going on. There's just, you know, having to wear masks all the time. There's just so much going on, uh, I think, outside the realm of, of just being able to be on the court, um, you know, from a coaching perspective and, and just trying to, um, you know, keep everybody together and keep everybody positive, keep everyone mentally from, you know, um, getting, you know, depressed about, you know, what's going on in the, in the, in the world or, or the fact that, uh, you know, they're so, they're so isolated guys. I mean, they don't right. have the typical camaraderie that, you know, you, you would have, I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, look, when they're on the road, they're in their rooms. You can't go out, you can't do anything. I mean, it's so surreal that way. Um, you know, that's the other thing that I just don't know if people realize. You're going to have a lot of these players that are going to be experts in Xbox and PlayStation 5 once it's all said and done after all these road trips, <laughs> playing all those video games. Crotty, go take a nap. Have a good call tonight. 8.30, by the way, Heat Live. Then a 9 o'clock tip-off tonight on Fox Sports on Crotty, Eric Reed, Jax, Coach Rothstein, Ruth, the whole crew tonight. Thanks, buddy. All right, Zax. You got it, guys. Take care. <laughs> Let's go, Heat. Let's go, Heat. Let's go, Heat. Seriously, we got to get a win against OKC tonight. Come on, guys. Let's get on a winning streak, get into the playoffs. And like last year, you never know what's going to happen when they get into the playoffs. Same thing with the Panthers. Let's keep that hot streak going. Remember, at 7 o'clock, they're going to have Doug Plagans on the call. We're going to cover the game for you tonight. But in the meantime, we got things to do, like hear from Greeny. That's a problem, and I think that's on Deshaun. Getting some NFL insight from Tim Hasselback next here on 560 The Joe. Radio Rewind. I won't stop. 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. Where you at? It's Dan Day on social media at Dan Day Radio. Maybe if you look back far enough on Facebook or Instagram... Or even Twitter, I don't even know. You might see a picture of Jared Leto and myself. I definitely have one on Facebook. Jared Leto, touring with 30 Seconds to Mars. We hosted a concert at one of the radio stations. I was a DJ. We emceed the event. We introduced the band. We took the meet and greet and all that stuff. Jared Leto back then, very nice guy. He was still an actor. He was a musician with 30 Seconds to Mars. But now he's kind of got that God complex. He's won some awards. He's sold millions of albums. So... Sometimes you get a little bit of a complex. But Jared Leto, still cool, still a great actor, still a great musician in my book. Always great to hear from Mike Greenberg, better known as Greeny. He's been a legend in the game for a long time, too. Talking to a guy who played a little bit and talks a whole lot about playing a little bit. Tim Hasselback. What are they talking about? Well, Deshaun's problems. And where does Ryan Fitzpatrick land this offseason? Again, RIP, my daily planner, which I still do miss and had an emotional attachment to. And you remember it, right? Yeah, I mean, I was on the show for over six years. And I think the most shocking thing is not your revelation, your second revelation. The most shocking thing is that you got rid of it. I mean, I remember everything, you know, everything you did. Liam, hey, you got to do a progressive event in the planner. Every single thing you did was in that planner. Yes. It was the thickest thing I've ever seen. I could never have imagined you getting rid of that, and that was shocking to me when you said you actually switched to the phone. I could not believe it. I did. All, all of my appointments now are digitized, and as I bring Tim Hassel back into the conversation, here's what I just admitted Tim to the audience that I now use this reminders app, right? Where you, you, you make yourself a little reminder. And then when you accomplish whatever that task was, you click it and then you can watch it disappear, which is very satisfying. And what I just acknowledge to the audience is that sometimes if I do something that I hadn't made myself a reminder of, but I feel kind of good for about myself for having done it, I will write a reminder to myself to do it 
just so I can click and, and immediately delete it. Like I will just write down, do this thing, even though I've already done it, just so I can click on it. And Brandon, my stage manager, turns to me the second the segment ends and he says, Greeny, I do the same thing. Tim Hasselbeck, I'm asking you directly, do you do that? Okay. I don't do that. However, my wife, Elizabeth, will put things in there that I'm like, you realize, like, you're doing that anyway. Like, she is scripting for success. Right. Like, to, to chalk off, to, like, knock off wins. So, so, like, listen, doing it retroactively or doing it when you know you do like like, wait, brush your teeth. Like, of course you're brushing <laughs> your teeth. Like, at least I hope you are. Like, scripting for such success that, like, you're going to have at least one or two wins a day. That's exactly right. And But there's just something for me, and you can ask her if she feels this way, if she does it digitally. There's something very satisfying about watching it disappear. Like you click in the little circle, and then it takes about – it's like a beat – and then all of a sudden it just, whoa, 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 it like disappears very, very nicely. And that, 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 there's something very satisfying about that, Timmy. There's few, there's few things better than that. I, I will grant you that. I, 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 do, I essentially do the same thing. So I, I'm right there with you. And by the way, welcome to the party. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Tim Hasselbeck is with me. I want to go over a few of the things we did on TV this morning. One of them is the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, you were bringing up, and we really never got into it as much on TV as I would have liked, the idea that the whole world, well, not the whole world, people are very much on Deshaun Watson's side, including me. I love mm-hmm. him. He's mm-hmm. a terrific kid. Everybody loves him. But th- there is something, t- and you, I'm going to let you have the floor on this, you know, five months ago, he signed this big contract when a lot of the things that he seems to be upset about predate that, precede that. And, and Tim, I will let you pick it up from there. Well, Greeny, I think that's the key. You know, everyone said, well, you know, uh, McNair's comments were offensive and, you know, that, that started kind of some of the culture breaks in the organization. Well, that was years ago. Uh, hey, they traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins that was five months prior to him signing the deal that he signed. People pointing to, hey, you know, they've parted ways with J.J. Watt. There isn't a team in the, in the league that was going to keep J.J. Watt on a one-year $17.5 million salary. So I think that, you know, as you start to say, okay, well, what is he mad about? Been reported, and it's probably true that he's mad that, you know, he was told that he was going to have input in the head coach and general manager hires. And in fact, you know, they didn't really value his opinion in that and that they went and made their decisions without him. The reality is, is like, if that's what he's upset about and you can't get over that when, you know, five months ago he signed this, you know, big contract extension that was, you know, essentially tying him to the organization for six more years at the time. If you can't get over the fact that, you know, hey, we thought you were going to we were going to value your input and now you're not like that. That's a problem. And I think that's on Deshaun. And so, again, that, that was a position that I heard you talking about during the meeting. It isn't one that I share, but I think it is important that all the different. So, Grady, uh, but yeah. tell me this. Well, what else does he have to be mad about? I, I, I don't know, but I get the sense from a lot of people who are close to that situation that there is stuff there that if it were to come out would explode and that there is something more than meets the eye there. And um, I mean, first and foremost, I think that if a player wants a change of scenery, he is certainly well within his rights to be trying to get it. However, he gets it. Yeah. And we'll see the organization will do whatever they'll do. And then, and then however that plays out, it'll play out. They may force him to actually sit, which is what it is. But I, I but, feel but like Grady, there's what more. I, what, what, Go ahead. But what I would say is this, Hey, there's more there. Like, like there's more everywhere. Like all the, some of the places he may end up going, there's stuff there. Look at the culture in Carolina not that long ago. It wasn't right. great. 
protect, you know, they force the team to sell. You're a Jets fan. Has that been great? You know, has it been great in Cincinnati? Has it been great in Detroit? Has it been great with the Raiders? Like, this is what happened. You know, part of the deal is when you sign a franchise quarterback, part of what you want to do is that guy's got to help change the culture, change the environment. I think Deshaun has done that, but I think he needs to continue to do it. Yeah, it, there's, it feels to me like there's something a little different about this situation. I feel like no one will come out and say exactly what it is. Um, and to your point, until we know exactly what it is, there will be a lot of people who see this the way you see it. And that's why I thought it was worth getting in here. One more thing for you, Tim, while I have you. And I'm going to make this today's fascinating stat, which is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. This quarterback carousel that we're all watching spin, some team is going to land on Ryan Fitzpatrick and that team's <laughs> fans are not going to be excited they're they're just not going to be excited because they don't realize today's fascinating stat over the last three years mm. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a better QBR than Deshaun a better completion percentage than Tom Brady more yards per attempt than Russell Wilson and a higher touchdown percentage than Dak very quietly Tim <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick has been an excellent quarterback the last three years he, he has and I, I should have known this was coming based on the the support I got for linking him to Washington yeah. on Get Up This Morning from you. Look, he has. He's done a great job. He's had a great attitude with his situation. From Look, he was playing well in Miami before they made the move to Tua. I think there's a lot to like about him. And because of Washington's situation, you know, they won their division, went 7-9, and nine, and so they pick at 19. There's not going to be a quarterback that they want, you know, in the first round that's most likely going to be available then. And so now you are in the realm of Garner Minshew or reuniting with Cam Newton. Look, going the Ryan Fitzpatrick route may not be exciting to people, but as you just stated, it's actually a really good option. And by the way, it's going to be an inexpensive option that's not going to hurt you down the line. 100%. I mean, that's the thing. Fans, if you if you see your team, if Washington signs Ryan Fitzpatrick, not only do they run away and hide with that division, but I think they're a real contender with that defense and the solid quarterback play that he has been giving. Tim, I'm up against the clock. Thanks, as always. Let's do this more frequently. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. See you, Granny. Going to be interesting to see where Fitzmagic will be. Some people say anywhere but the Dolphins. Some people say we want him on the Dolphins. We'll see what the Dolphins have to say. And as soon as we find it out, we'll be the first to report it to you right here. Remember, coming up at 7 o'clock, my man, Doug Plagan, is going to have the call of the Panthers game. We were off to a very hot start in leading the Central Division. But first, we got to hear from these dudes. Hawk and Crowder, Shamrock Shake season, next on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. I am Dan Day. Ooh, getting ready in a couple of minutes. Doug Plagans at seven o'clock gonna have the pregame and the game and the postgame for the Panthers. Gotta love that. They're playing Dallas the next three games. This is game one of three in a row against Dallas. You know Doug Plagans gonna be fired up on a Monday to get it going, and you know I'm gonna be fired up. To listen to it, I'm heading out to the Titanic Brewery right there by the U. They have the best stout beers in all the land. I have some of their stouts. Maybe watch and listen to a little bit of the Panthers game. Try to check out the Heat game starting at 9 o'clock later. Watch dual TVs. Have one TV on one side with the Panthers. And then when that finishes up, another TV with the Heat. And then put the other TV on another game. Oh, going to be so great. Maybe talk to some people. I like the social butterfly to safe distance, though, because nowadays you have to be socially distanced and safe. 
or else the world will go to a hell in a handbasket. And I don't want to be the reason for that. So if you see me out, give me that virtual fist bump. Tell me hello. We can virtually, well, not virtually have a beer. We're really going to have beers, but we'll drink some beers. We'll have some good times. But that's neither here nor there. Well, it's there. It's not here. Right here, right now, before we get to the Call of Doug Plagans and before we get to anything else that gets going in this crazy world that we live in, it's always crazy times with Hawk and Crowder. Weekdays from 2 to 6, right here on 560. The Joe, they are saying RIP to Daft Punk. Yeah, believe it or not, Daft Punk broke up, even though they haven't really done anything in a while. I don't know. Either way, not getting too deep into it. I'll let Hawk and Crowder take care of that. Then Crowder, he is back from Minnesota, and still he is thawing out. And, oh, maybe no more Shamrock Shakes for Hawkman. Who's this, Solana? Daft Punk. Did I just read that they've broken up after 28 years together? Yep. Oh, wow. About money. I mean, they wear those, like, spacesuits. Do we even know what they look like? I mean, it's very possible that it's, you know, me and Colonel Sanders. You know, it's like, like there's a reason that you've never seen them. So, and then... I mean, they could have been old 28 years ago when they started. I mean, yeah, just might be time. Well, Earth, Wind, and Fire is still together, aren't they? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire is together. But they don't wear, you know, spacesuits. Like, you you know what they look like. I'm telling you. Do we know what Daft Punk looks like, Solana? What'd you call him? Daft Punk. Why are you saying it like that? Why? Oh, it's not Daft Punk. It's Daft Punk. No, if you know anything about the German language, it's Daft Punk. But they're not German. They're not German. Sure they are. No, they're not. They're, they uh, they came together in Paris. French. Via? French. Okay. Paris. Daft Punk. Well, that's it's why I'm, punk. I'm confused that they split up because had there been a rift between the two of them, nobody knows what they look like when they're performing on stage. Just hire anybody to go up there and right. push some buttons to play your music. Right. It's Millie Vanilli, essentially. It doesn't matter who's up there playing the song. We just we're just looking at two guys in spacesuits. It might actually be astronauts, right? It could, it could be yeah. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buzz <laughs> and O'Neill. They they doing their thing. Get out of here. Uh, well, will they be missed, Solana? I'll miss them. I uh, I love Daft Punk, and they're probably one of the more famous duos in uh, EDM music, dance music, and uh, I love them. And they will be missed. All right, <laughs> glad that we uh, glad that we out. covered that. Yeah, how was Minnesota? So you're back? Are you all thawed out? Oh goodness gracious! I, I slept on the porch Saturday night. I just wanted to be outside. <laughs> Seriously, to think, absorb the warmth. <laughs> you think I'm playing? I put the kids to bed and I went and just sat on the porch. And my wife thought I was like in deep thought, or you know something was going on in my life. She came out, you know, rubbing my back, like, "Hey, is everything?" I was like, "No, I'm just. I just want some warmth." <laughs> I just want she more. Thought you were being wistful, thinking about the week uh, that you guys spent with family in Minnesota, and you're just so grateful to have a a great family. And no, just uh, soaking up the warmth here. Inside for five, six days. I want to be outside now. Yes. So, do you rave again every year? You rave about Minnesota. Do you rave yeah. again about Minnesota? Uh, probably the worst trip because of how damn cold it was. Sure. Like. Bro, you can deal with, you know, 20s and 10s. When you get to negative 30, like, that is death weather. From the inside of the house, if you touch the window too long, your hand would start to burn. That's how damn cold it was outside. Like, that's not human living, you know, situation. So right. 
the people were nice. The food's good. You know, we went, we, you know, my kids and wife went to the mall. I was working that day. So they had a great time. They skied. The purpose of the trip was complete, but it was just a little knocked off by negative 35 degrees. Yeah, no, I, I can totally understand that. It's not, that's not a temperature where humans are supposed to be uh, traipsing around outside. So. Yeah. Um, and then I kept but, turning the, the heat up. They were turning it down. The homeowners, I turned it up. They, we were having like, you know, a little, <laughs> a little thermostat. No one, no one acknowledges, but uh, no one acknowledges that someone keeps changing it. But every time you walk past, you realize someone's been pushing it down. I usually keep it about, you know, 70, 68, 70. Okay, that's cool. 77, 81. I was jacking it up whenever I had a chance. <laughs> I saw someone tweet out the other day. It's like, how come 65 degrees outside is the most perfect weather of all time, but 65 degrees inside on your air conditioner is like the frozen tundra? I don't know. I don't know why that is. But it is so true. Makes um, a lot of sense. I'm going to be uh, open and honest here. Uh, I've been told your body changes, you know, when you get into your 50s, which I am now. I had a shamrock shake over the weekend and I believe I am now lactose intolerant. I never thought mm -hmm. that I was, and I, in fact, I know that I wasn't, but, or else they have changed the formula <laughs> because <laughs> something happened to me, man. My, my kid, it was Saturday night, and it was like 11, 11.30 at night, and my kid was like, hey, let's go get a shamrock shake. And uh, I was like, all right, I didn't really feel like it. And Or maybe, maybe the answer to the riddle is when you're in your 50s don't drink a shamrock shake with whipped cream right before you go to bed that may have been maybe that was the bad idea i was gonna tell you bro i think you know i don't i don't have the milk either i don't i'm not lactose intolerant <laughs> but if you drink a big ass glass of milk right before laying down 99 percent of the world's gonna wake up three hours later <laughs> was so bad I hit, and yeah, so the mistake was like we go out at 11 30 and we have this shamrock shake you know it's fun your son you know you do but then he's up till three four in the morning with friends and i go right to sleep and so i'm i am telling you i spent the entire night just running to different bathrooms in my house it was miserable it was an awful so now i'm not even certain i like the shamrock shake anymore because the experience was not great i don't know i don't know what happened something happened you know what you said something that struck a chord with me because i do the same because i you know i talk, i have ibs like yeah Milk, anything can trigger me. A little turkey slice. It's just my body might not like it at that time and date. Why do you change bathrooms? Are yeah, you running away know. from your own? You're <laughs> running away from your own stink is what right, you're doing. Or, or maybe I'm feeling another one will be luckier. Like, I, I don't know. It can't be as bad. There's no way I can be as bad over here as I was over there. It's, imp it's impossible. You know, it's like uh, in Vegas. I love to gamble at different casinos when things go awry somewhere else. I'm like, you know what? There's like a bad juju in this casino. I got I to gotta walk down the strip a little bit. That's what I did. I walked down the strip a little bit, tried a different one. I, I got my, I got, I got housed at that casino, went to a third one. It just wasn't my night. Anyway. At least there's different dealers. The common denominator is your damn right. stomach. Yeah. You, you oh, can't leave your stomach God. in your bedroom and go to the, to, go to the, yeah. to, and then to, my, to my, the bathroom. My kid has the nerve to ask me last night. He goes, Hey, you want to go get a shamrock shake? And you know, he can drive now. So it's fun. And, uh, and I go, no, no, not at all. 
I go, I learned my lesson. So he goes out, he gets a shamrock shake. You know, he's like, hey, you want a sip? I'm not going to finish it. He got a large. You want a sip? I'm not going to finish it. I go, no, no, I do not want a sip. And then he left it there on the table. And I took a sip. And the moment I took a sip, I the the memories came rushing back. It was like the the heroin addict who was like, well, I could do one more little thing of smack. And I, like the the memories came rushing back, and I I, I threw it away. I was like, get get this away from me. So smack. hopefully uh, Cuno <laughs> smack. <laughs> hopefully Cuno uh, doesn't experience that because I imagine he might have the five or six or eleven o'clock news to deal with. I know somebody that likes the Shamrock Shakes. Doug Plagans. That dude is a foodie. He is a great guy to hang out with, loves music, he's a foodie, he knows hockey, and he's going to get you the call of that Panthers-Stars game in just a few minutes starting at 7 o'clock. You're going to get your fill of the Panthers, yes indeed, but we have to get ready also for the Heat. Let's celebrate. They beat the Lakers. Rivalry game, rematch from the NBA Finals this past Saturday on national TV so the whole world can see it. No excuses. I know the Heat might not have been at full strength, but nowadays, who is at full strength? So here is what the win sounded like Saturday night if you were unable to listen or watch. None left wide open for three. Got it to go. Miami's first tray attempt. And it's good from downtown as their largest lead, 19-10. to 10. Great find by Jimmy. Caught in the double team, stepped through, found Kendrick in the deep opposite corner. A missed shot from Matthews and quickly down the floor. Oh, a right-hand jam, a slam of big time by Precious Achua. Way to run the floor, Precious. Great find oh. by Tyler. He sold the three-point shooter, big man. Pass inside, intercepted. Kendrick Dunn, like a good cornerback, stepped right in front of Caruso and stole that. Bounce past the Bam on the wing. Bam, size advantage over KCP. Throws it out to Nunn. Wide open three. Nunn got it to go. Four of five from downtown for Kendrick Nunn. 18 points in the Heat lead is now 70-66. Into LeBron. LeBron steamrolls in. Blocked from behind by Bam. That was a Bam. Wow. That was a LeBron block on LeBron. A chase down. Caruso along two misses, and that's the ball game. Miami absolutely messed that inbound up, and as a result, they had a chance to tie or win the ball game with the last shot, but fortunately, the Lakers missed. What a crazy way to end the game. Let's go, Heat! Let's go, Heat! Let's go, Heat! Well, they're going to get going at around 9 o'clock tonight, so that's going to be some good listening and a viewing, of course, Right around the corner, starting at the top of the hour, my man, Doug Plagan's going to have the call of the Panthers and the Stars. The Panthers have started out hotter than the Heat, literally and figuratively speaking. So hopefully they get heated up tonight and get going. I know Doug Plagan's, he's warming up those pipes right now, maybe putting some of that shamrock shake on his vocal cords. He is going to give you a cold call for that Panthers game. Of course, I am running out to Titanic Brewery by the U. I'm going to grab some of their stout have some good company, have a good time, watch some sports, listen to some sports, just be at a brewery. That's kind of what I do. Follow me on social media. I might even post a picture on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Get you covered, get you taken care of, get you some culture if you're not out getting culture. I'll be social distanced. You don't have to worry about that. Remember, you can grab yourself some more culture in the form of podcasts for this show or any of the shows you hear on 560 The Joe. Go to our website, wqam.com, the radio.com app, or you can simply go wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. And if I'm talking too fast, no worries. 
I'll respond to you nice and slow any time of the day, probably late at night, because like I said, I'm going out to a Titanic brewery. I'm going to be getting in late, but I will be checking my social media at Dan Day Radio. I'm always on it, always answering, always trying to take care of you. And I'm always here, weekdays at least, from 6 to 7, for an edition of 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.